to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm zach i'm peaches why do i always have to follow that and i'm czar <laughs> no that's yeah what are you supposed to do what is peaches supposed to do zach <laughs> peaches feels lost just do it chess <laughs> I, I just don't understand i don't All understand right. what there's to understand you know well, I know how Peaches could start this off. There's a very special event that took place next to our hometown that happened. Um, Peaches, what the hell? What's happening? All right, everybody. As we as we know, April 24th was the Battle of the Joshes in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Hashtag Josh All fight. Right. Josh fight. Yeah. Who and are you so, rooting for? I was rooting for Josh. Um, Nobody's on Josh. I, I was. I was I was going for Josh and I was pretty happy with the outcome. So <laughs> Yeah, Josh won. Say, it was a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw videos of it and isn't it crazy how the Josh fight drew more people than the Area 51 raid? That did it? Yeah, well the yeah, Area 51 raid didn't happen. Allegedly. I mean there was people there, but it was mostly just, you know, like I want to say like 20 to 50 people just vibing. Well, I love how the uh, Josh fight essentially turned into Comic-Con. And like you saw, <laughs> you saw Obi-Wan Kenobi, you saw Spider-Man, you saw fucking Chewbacca yes. there. And they're all just beating the shit out of each other with pool noodles. It was awesome. Milo's in on this. He Milo was pretty mad. He bet on the wrong guy. <laughs> he bet on Josh. Josh is a bad bet. Damn it. He bet on Josh. And also some good came of it because like there was like a donation fund so that, you know, the losing Josh could change their name <laughs> and that money ended up going to charity. Well, that, so the loser didn't change his name? Like, well, no. What was the point like, of the like fight? I thought that was the exact point of the fight. There can be only one. And the point of the fight was for the meme. All right. <laughs> Let's get that straight right off the bat. Well, they succeeded on that front. I heard that some of the money that they raised went to like charity, like they took it yeah. to so, yeah, that's yeah, what, that's like what some said. actual. That's great. Well, I thought he like said the charity of like. I thought he said like the charity of Josh changing his name. I thought <laughs> it went to like a it went to like a food charity. Okay, okay. It's probably what the <laughs> yeah, cardboard yeah, yeah. sign said when people were donating. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> if you know a Josh that didn't show up, they're a bitch. But anyways, let's continue. Yes, yes, we've got a very busy day, a very fun day, too, on the podcast today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who I wants really, to do itinerary? I really like hearing Zach's voice back on the podcast, so I want him to do the itinerary. Love your voice, Zach. Mm. Hey, I mean, I'm I, down for that. I was killing monsters, but fine for you, Zar. I will take a take a quick break. <laughs> uh, can we do the banter part already? No, we no, we weren't doing that. Okay, no banter for Zach. Okay. All right, so first <laughs> up today, we're talking about E3 2021. The roster is growing. Maybe, maybe E3 will be a thing again, everybody. 
Are you? Do you guys Maybe. still look forward to eat? You know, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll shut up. Just hurry. I got. I got to get back into form here. <laughs> Microsoft fails to get its gribby grabbers on Discord. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft owns like three of us by like, you know, law of like, you know, <laughs> who, says they, who says they already don't. All right. We good, just get good, a good. note. We get a note. Microsoft now owns game two. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> Uh, that transitions well because Xbox is being a pretty cool fellow over here. Sure be a lot cooler if they did own us. Um, and then four. Uh, fuck Blizzard. I mean, what's Overwatch doing over there? All right. With that being said, JP, you're first. It's funny with Zach because he may be the Nintendo guy, but he's also the Blizzard commentator. <laughs> <laughs> I, nope. I had a lot of fun writing the the uh, itinerary for the script. If you couldn't tell, I, yeah, uh, Gribby Grabbers on Discord. Mwah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That was good. <laughs> Whenever you get a good alliteration, there you feel good. All right, so I think these first couple of guys belong to me, eh? Yes, sir. Eh? <laughs> eh? I don't know why I just uh, I, I'm not from Minnesota. <laughs> why, would you, why would you say that? Please, anything but Minnesota. <laughs> I'm telling Slim. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> OK, OK, OK. So this first article is coming to us from GameSpot.com, written by one Mr. Darren Bonthies. Cool name, yeah, man. Bon- yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say that, but I, that's about as close as we're going to get. So I've actually got two different articles that I'm going to be talking about for this subject. But here we go with the first one. Square Enix joins E3 2021's growing roster. So to get a little bit into the. Yeah. (laughs) You think we'll see the next Kingdom Hearts? Or or has it, it, it hasn't been a decade yet, has it? Yeah, it hasn't been 12 freaking years. Amazon's got it. I don't want to get into this. I don't want to get into this. I was hurt. I fool me once. Shame on. Okay. Square Enix has confirmed in a new interview with Nikkei. Nike. What? It's a. Uh, uh, I think it's a Japanese publication. I, I went to the article, the article directly there, and I couldn't read it. So. I'm going to call it Nikki. Square Enix right. has confirmed in a new interview with Nikki that it will have a presence at E3 2021. While it wasn't originally listed as one of the participants who will be presenting games at this year's all digital show, Square Enix president Yusuke Matsuda did tease that the publisher is busy finalizing its reveal lineup. Quote unquote, we'll be announcing the rest of the lineup later, and we're also planning to make an announcement at E3 in June. So please keep your eyes peeled. Okay, so Square Enix has been pretty busy over the last year. First of all, we got that Nier Replicant that just came out. I'm not saying the version name because fuck that. It's like <laughs> 1.22, whatever. I'm rounding I'm rounding up all to I'm 1.22. Is, I did, JP. I, I did. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Which, which Who's more committed here? Zach's flexing right now. Flexing all over you. I'm not as strong as Zach is. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> exactly what that we want to hear. That is kind of my power fantasy. Please keep going. <laughs> so they've got the Nier replicant that they just made. Not to mention that right now they're in the middle of putting in Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, which should, I think they said, is supposed to be dropping in June. JP. So it cut. Ca- yes, Zach. Okay, like, listen, I know I'm the Nintendo guy, but, like, and, you know, I'm used to, like, rehashes of stuff, but, um, what is an integrate? Fuck if I know. <laughs> okay, it's just... all right, sorry. I am very a off square... topic, but I just, I just had that question, and I thought this is the best time to ask you. 
It's not well, a course. bad question. This is a question. And here's it's question center right here. It's not. It's, it's not is that a bad where you're question. What an integrate is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you mean it as like the the verb or the noun? Uh, both, but also the game specifically. Well, so integrate. Uh, by definition as a verb means to pass into another form by a series of intervening forms. Ooh, okay. okay, now that's like, what? <laughs> Is that relevant? You define the definition with the definition. With the with the, with the word. Or, wait, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna keep no, going. No, intervene if is different it okay than integrate. Is everybody if I keep going? Um, yeah, yeah, I think I could, I could let that slide. Peaches can educate me later, I guess. It's fine. Sorry, you're going to have your work cut out with you on editing this one. I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's honestly not a bad question, though, Zach, because I don't know if you've seen the way that Kingdom Hearts games are named with their bullshit names, but it's not a bad question. If you want my opinion, I think that there's a wheel of random words sitting in Square (laughs) Enix's office, and every time they make a sequel, they just spin it and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Of names that we haven't used yet. Yeah, and like some guy who's just blowing a kazoo. <laughs> and there's a slide whistle in the background. <laughs> it's Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. <laughs> yes, perfect. Okay. So, uh, we really. I went off on a tangent there. I'm sorry. I helped. <laughs> Okay, but it does raise the question of what the heck is Square Enix actually going to present at this showcase? Here's a couple of things that they could be talking about. Final Fantasy 16, which would be amazing because that game looked absolutely outstanding at the PlayStation event. They could be talking about some of the Life is Strange things that they've got coming up because apparently, and I didn't know this, they're doing a remaster of the original Life is Strange series and they're doing Life is Strange Before the Storm, which is a prequel that came out a couple years later. Huh, I played them both cool. and I really enjoyed them. It is really cool. Um, and it would actually be perfect timing because we know that they've got a sequel to the entire series, Life is Strange Two Colors, coming later this year. So I want to hear it from you guys on what you think we might actually see. Peaches, let's start with you. So with Square Enix, what I'm looking forward to seeing is more stuff on that RPG. Um, I think it's called Project Triangle. Athea. Oh, dang it. Sorry. Project Triangle, the Octopath Triangle. I was going to say, isn't that the Octopath Triangle sequel? I'm talking about Project Athea. Oh, wait, actually, Project Athea has a name now. It's uh, Forspoken. Ooh. And it looked, from the trailer that they showed, it looked really, really cool. And I love RPGs, so that's what I'm going to be keeping an eye on. You just like Xenoblade, though. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. No, you're a failure to me. (laughs) you are correct but not just to you oh i love you beaches (laughs) beaches i totally agree with you i want to yeah czar what do you think about uh, what are you thinking when we saw the drop trailer for project athena like my my jaw was on the floor i was so excited for that game so i want to see more of that at e3 okay this is definitely going to be one of the showcases i watch for sure zach what about you do you even give a shit uh, first off, Zart, you have to watch these. So what do you mean you get a choice? <laughs> <laughs> You're watching that Ubisoft Dance Mix marathon, and you know it. Oh, not looking forward to that one. Uh, no, I'm just looking forward to all the RPGs. Same as, same as uh, I mean, like, all those things sounded really good, to be honest. The the project 
What is it called? Forspoken now? Is that what he's- yeah, it's yeah. The it, you, it was Project Athea when they hadn't like had anything out for it, but it's called Forspoken. I really hope that's there. Um, knowing them, it'll be a trailer. It'll be coming out in twenty forty two. But it will be good once it comes out. When it comes out, whenever that magical day will be. Um, what I else? know no. I know nobody's going to take my word for it, but Life is Strange really is good. I'm excited to see what they do with that. True Colors looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I wasn't a huge fan of Life is Strange too, so I'm excited to see if they actually have any news for True Colors. I I mean, it's so up in the air right now because I feel like we've gotten relatively, like, you know, relatively new updates on pretty much all of these games, except for, I'd argue, Final Fantasy 16. So I think that that's probably going to be their front runner. Um, it's just hard to say at the moment. We're going to kind of have to wait and see. What was now, their, um, when was the Sony showcase? Because that's when we saw Final Fantasy 16, right? It, yeah, it would have been like at the introduction of the PlayStation 5, I thought. I think Final Fantasy 16 was like the first game that they put into that showcase, if I'm not mistaken. And... I mean, like I, Final Fantasy games, their whole shtick is like they they're set in the fantasy world, but none of the games actually relate to one another. Well, they unless do, it's like a direct sequel. Like they they're well, they they are all canon to the other uh, predecessors and precessors, but it's just how well, much time canon- takes place in between. Because like some of these games are hundreds of years in difference, but like there are direct sequels. I think Final Fantasy VIII was a direct sequel. Well. Well, yeah, but that's not what I meant. Like, yeah, they take place in the same world, but like and what I'm saying prequel, is freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Get him, Zach. It's not even really a prequel, though, because for it to be a prequel, you would have to play Final Fantasy VI for Final Fantasy VII to make sense. But that's not the case, right? No, you could jump oh, in anywhere you want. It was a prequel to seven. Okay, anyway, I'm done. I'm done. JP, you're right. <laughs> okay. Sar's wrong. Boo, boo, boo. Wait, Ooh. what? Okay, so now that we've got that cleared up, it's also uh, really cool to mention because Peaches threw this in just earlier today with the script. Activision, Sega, and Bandai Namco have all added spots into E3's lineup for 2021. I We talked about this within the last couple of weeks, right? Where we heard rumors that these guys might be joining the showcase, but now we have definite, okay, Activision, Sega, Bandai Namco, they're there. I have no idea what they're going to fucking talk about, but I'm here for the chaos. Um, Call of Duty, Sonic, and Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Call of Duty for sure, because <laughs> it's Activision. They're not going to show up somewhere and not bring a Call of Duty game oh, with yeah, them. It's just like they always have one tucked away for any use. Just like, oh, oh, you want to know about the new COD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a new one right here. <laughs> <laughs> just hold on. Let me dig through the rest of the junk. But so, okay, Activision, yes, you're right. Probably Call of Duty, Sega, probably Sonic. Probably not, though. They probably have Uh, something else, unless it's like a Sega anniversary collection or something. I don't know, is it? And what's going to be on that anniversary collection? Well, mostly Sonic. Mostly Sonic. (laughs) Guys, 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 you're forgetting. Um, So Sega actually also does the Total War games, and I believe really? like just anything in the Warhammer universe. No, that's Games Workshop. Sega, Sega. does that? No, that's Games Workshop. Uh, games, Sega publishes it. Really? Like, I'm, I, I'm, like, I'm like 90% certain We need that. a fact checker on this one. The Fact Checker. It, it's, published by, it's published by Sega. Really? Total War is published by Sega. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, you learn something so, new yeah, every day. Like, the, the, like all these guys are publishers, not the developers. Games Workshop, I'm pretty sure is the developer, but oh, E3 yeah, is are. for publishers to bring all the game from their various devs and show okay. off. Okay, well, we might see some Total War then. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, okay, that answers our question of Activision and Sega. What the fuck is Bandai Namco, Namco going to show? So Bandai Namco, actually, they make pretty much any Dragon Ball game that you know of, Bandai Namco makes it. Any anime like Naruto or One Piece, they make those games. Dark Souls, Wait, they publish. Hold up, hold up, go back. Dark Souls? Yeah, they publish. Like, so Pac Man makes another, Dark Souls. Like, they publish. Publish Dark Souls. They publish. <laughs> Pac Man publishes Dark Souls. <laughs> no, no, this is Bandai Namco. Yes, that's. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Is that is Bandai Namco Pac-Man? I don't yes, know. Yes, that is their okay, mascot. We need to establish the but, we need to establish the difference between a game maker and a game publisher. Right. So like Bandai Namco is not developing these games because Dark Souls is made by or like developed by From Software. Correct. But Bandai Namco publishes them. Correct. Yes. We need to it, clarify so, that for misspeaking. Definitely not developed. Published. Right, and so that goes for all of these games. Like they are the yes. publisher, not the developer. So like that's so we're we're talking Dragon Ball, Naruto, One Piece, Dark Souls, Little Nightmares, and the Zach. I think this is a Code Vein. That was a Switch game, right? Uh, I mean it's been on PS2 and stuff too. But yeah, a lot of their stuff's coming. Bandai Namco and Nintendo are besties right now. Yeah, Bandai Namco publishes a lot of stuff that I did not know about like you you guys know in the group chat we were talking about dragon ball budokai tenkaichi or something yeah bandai namco publishes that yeah and yeah. i knew that but i thought they've been out of the game for a while like the latest dragon ball z game that came out was dragon ball z kakarot and did bandai namco do that yeah they, they did uh, huh. ban yeah ban like i this is coming straight from the wikipedia page so you know it's good <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so you know it's good but yeah, so like Bandai Namco is responsible for a lot more than what like you would originally think. Which no, honestly, I, I was thinking about this I'm earlier. Shocked. That's a good thing that you don't think of Bandai Namco when you think of these games, right? Yeah. Like that means that they're staying out of the they're staying out of the development as much as possible. Whereas like you know when Activision gets involved, quality goes straight down. Oh, it's Activision but, product at that point. Exactly, and like so when you when you're thinking of these games, you don't think of Bandai Namco. Which honestly, great. It's a really great point. Can yeah, we go? That's fair. Go back to Sega. Did you guys already talk about this? Because I know I took a little bit of hiatus. Sonic's official 30th anniversary is June 23rd. Okay, so we are going to see really? some Sonic. That's actually is that a smack in the middle or no? That's going to be right after yeah. E3, isn't June it? June 12th through 15th is E3. So that checks. Yeah, out. I wonder if they're going to sh they they got to show something about it then. They were totally. I feel like they were doing something recently, and because of COVID, it got canceled. So I can see like I can't. I don't know. Maybe I totally missed something, but I'm pretty sure they haven't done anything huge yet. So I think this has got to be this has got to be their time where they finally show it off. Well, they absolutely should and capitalize on, you know, Nintendo's um, anniversary fest. It's like that 30 is, you know, a number that's reason to celebrate. So absolutely right. they should capitalize. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, we don't really have much else to talk about with E3. I guess the main point is that it's not as dead as I thought it was going to be. But at the same time, like, I feel, I don't know if you've got something to show off. E3 had plenty of spots available. And plus, Sony's still not showing up. So we'll kind of see what happens. More than anything, I'm excited to see what Square Enix does. But that's just me. 
I, that, yeah, and that's why I gave this article to you because I feel like nobody could hype up Square Enix as much as JP could. That's fair. I mean, Zar likes Square Enix too, but maybe not as much as me. Zar's hype level for E3 has gone from about four to six. And I'm hoping that as the time goes on, we see some more developers and that hype level hits that solid 10. We'll see what happens. I, I'm sitting at like a seven to eight right now. Ooh. So we'll call it a 7.5. This right. is, I, I was going to like just watch the highlights from what they what developers I knew were going to be there before. But like seeing all these people join, I'm like, OK, this is a real event now. Like I'm I'm getting ready for this. All right. Well, I think I'm pretty much done being on my soapbox. Um, what do we got up next? Um, I will open this article, but this mostly goes to Czar because uh, I'm sorry, bud, but Discord in sales talks with Microsoft. And this is coming up to us from, oh, geez, <laughs> uh, Chavi Meta and Crystal Who. So uh, thanks, guys. And this is coming to us from Reuters. I got us a real a Reuters. Real, uh, yeah, I got us a real newspaper for this one. Damn. So. The messaging platform Discord Inc. has ended deal talks with Microsoft Inc. and plans to focus on expanding the business as a standalone company, sources familiar with the matter told Reuters on Tuesday. The company is going to focus on building the chat platform and making money from its user base that has quickly grown during the pandemic. A public listing is uh, on the table, but it is not imminent, the source has added. So, huh? Czar, I just uh, I'm gonna be the first to point. About I'm this? gonna be the first to point out that Peaches was right, and that they are <laughs> just gonna sell themselves. Although I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> salty about it, because I mean, how awesome would it have been to have Discord on an Xbox? That's exactly it, it. It's just honestly is more profitable for them in the long run if they if they do go solo. Absolutely, I I do feel bad for Xbox though because Discord on Xbox. That's like that is a match made in heaven. Oh, that would have like, been a game changer, like game over, Sony. I don't know if you guys remember, but I'm pretty sure um, JP, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But wasn't Xbox the first one to have a party chat system like of console games or a console like of the console generation? I remember yes. oh. when, that was with the Xbox original. Pitch had, chat Nintendo DS, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox no, original came there. before the DS. This is like Wii era. DS is before the Wii, dude. Come on. Okay, well, then I don't own Nintendo. (laughs) But but the Xbox, the original Xbox was before. Yeah, no, I think it was during the Game Boy. I think I mentioned this in one of our previous segments where we like had a battle royale of GameCube, PS2. And yes, I did lose with it it was the Xbox original. How could I win? (laughs) But yes, that's fair. They were the very first console to introduce a friends list that included a party chat. But I think it was only for in games. But there was a friends list. Yeah, I just I feel like this really sucks for Microsoft because having Discord on your console would have been a game changer and made it more able to compete on the market against PlayStation, is my opinion. Absolutely. See, that I agree with is that having Discord on your console would have definitely made it more marketable. But like in terms of like integration of a better like party system, I think Xbox has it down pretty good as it is. Like, oh, absolutely. That's not saying that their uh, chat system and party and friends lists they aren't 
phenomenal. Like they are the best user friendly for consoles, I would say at least personally, but like Discord is just so much more than that. And yeah, that's totally fair, I guess. Uh, I just wanted to make the point <laughs> oh, that like, I, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make the point that I think Microsoft is going to be just fine. I mean, if anything, they, they probably yeah. wanted to do this for the money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No. They, um, you, you know, they're saving themselves 10 billion right now. Well, they're not. They got turned down for 10 billion. So that's 10 billion they can spend on something else because they, you know, they've been trying to buy a lot of stuff years ago, years and years ago. It was how like two two point five billion for Microsoft, seven some billion, like Czar said, for uh, it was for Zenimax. it was Mojang. 2.5 billion for Mojang and then 7.5 for Zenimax and then almost 10 billion for Discord. Wow. Yeah, so just so close. They 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 save themselves 10 billion um but that's a lot of lost money in the future for them, so we'll see what they decide. <laughs> is it as unbelievable for you guys as it is for me that Discord is worth at least 10 billion dollars? That's a from, lot of money. Oh, from I, what it started as, it's incredible. Yeah, no, I wouldn't value it anything less than ten billion. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I, I got a, <laughs> I I got a funny anecdote billion. about Discord. <laughs> is, uh, Pocket change. What? No, we're not changing topic. I'm going to finish my anecdote, Zach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't trying to change them. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> but like when Discord first came around, Discord came around essentially to replace. Um, there was a TeamSpeak and Skype, and like, and that was like if you weren't using like an in-game chat and you were PC gaming, you were using like TeamSpeak or Skype most likely to talk to your friends while you're playing. Okay. Discord came around, and the very first message that was ever in like the first Discord server I ever joined was my buddy Dylan saying, "This is dumb," <laughs> <laughs> and how wrong he was about discord and how wrong i was because i didn't want to switch to discord either i wanted to keep using skype but discord is just so so perfect for everything related to pc gaming i cannot believe that like it did, something like this did not come around sooner i can't believe that you didn't think skype was absolute booty cakes because skype is terrible i realize I that now I would rather send a carrier pigeon than use Skype. I would rather just not talk to you. I'd rather just not talk to you than use Skype. I mean it. I hate Skype. Fuck Skype. End of friendship because they only use Skype. I would. I hate Skype so much. I fucking do it again. It's so terrible and unuser friendly. This. I'm sorry. I digress. I mean, pretty much the only way I talk to my friends anymore is through Discord. Like, text. I, I only text you guys and my family. Like everybody else contacts me through Discord. Nah, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that was pretty good. I can't believe your voice got that high. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know, but uh, that's all I got to say about this. Do you guys have anything you want to close with before we move on? Nope. I'm pretty salty about this deal not going through, but I understand. I get it. I get it. But I but I get it. <laughs> I get it. All right. Well, the next one's Zars. Yeah, it's all yours, Zark. Go for it. What? All right. So online multiplayer for free to play games unlocked starting today. Now, this is coming to us from Xbox.com. And I don't have to memorize any any uh, obscure names because it came to us from the Xbox Live Gold team. 
So <laughs> yay, thanks gold team. And basically this is just directly from the article. It says today we are sharing more details on our plans to make online multiplayer in free to play games available on Xbox without an Xbox Live Gold membership. Hmm. As part of listening to your feedback, this change will take place starting today. And all Xbox players will be able to access online multiplayer at no charge for a library of over 50 free to play games that support online multiplayer. And we actually huh. have the game list pulled up here. It is quite a hefty list. Um, now, Zar, uh, you don't don't read all 50 of those games. Oh, but I, I scroll fuck, through that. No, is there I'm anything not. that stands out to you? Yeah, well, I saw Destiny 2's on there. Um, really? I mean, it doesn't stand out to me, but I've known enough people to, that play Destiny 2 that like they're going to love this. Um, obviously, Fortnite's on there. Happy Wars. Oh, I love Happy Wars. I don't know why, but... Uh, we also got Killer okay. Instinct. Um, it says the Outriders demo, but that game just recently came out, so I'm sure you'll probably be able to play the full game. Um, Fantasy Star Online 2 is pretty cool. Uh, fuck Resident Evil Revelations 2. I don't know if you were like trying to lead me to that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wasn't trying to lead you to anything. I was just curious if like any of those games like looked like a nice thing a nice kind of giveaway from Microsoft to let you play that without Xbox Live Gold. <laughs> uh, most of these are really cool. Um, like all you listeners out there are going to have to check out this list yourself. Remember, it's just Xbox.com. You'll find the link. Just Google it. I don't want to I don't want to hold your hand through this process. You're you're all adults out there. You can figure <laughs> out how to search this list. Um, but I yeah, could also post it to Twitter. You could also post it to Twitter. We could just skip the middleman. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, that that's so many games. That's really cool. And, you know, being able to play online has been kind of the core of, um, you know, these online subscriptions. Like, why do you get these subscriptions? Oh, so it's so I can play online with my buddies. And Xbox is like, all right, how about we do it for free? <laughs> exactly. Honestly, this is this is just a really cool thing for them to do. I I can appreciate, you know, actually keeping these free to game, free to play games free so you can actually play them. Like, it's, yeah, right. Like, yeah. so it, because there was a premium with having to buy Xbox Live, right? It's like, exactly. well, it's only uh, a, like, it's like 10, 10 bucks a month or yeah, whatever. Yeah, bucks. but still. But yeah, some people are broke like Czar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That being said, I'm taking a look at this list and honestly, it's really nice that they're doing this. I'm not finding anything that's sticking out to me that much as like super fun. Like, I think the most popular is probably going to be Fortnite and like Call of Duty Warzone is on here. I see. And Roblox was on there somewhere, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like Destiny 2 is pretty cool. I it is cool with Destiny 2. Oh, yeah, that game. That's kind of the game that never seems to die, in my opinion. It, you know, it's going back a bit. But yeah, my buddy actually, um, I hung out with him recently and he was he was showing me Outriders, which is why I knew about Outriders. Um, and he was telling me about Destiny 2 and he's like, dude, it's free to play. You could download it and play it with me. I'm like, or I could play a better game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, a couple things sticking out to me here. Um, Rocket League, of course. Uh, Rogue Company, that's Epic Games attempt at like a Valorant copy, I think. And uh, Spellbreak is a pretty interesting one. Spellbreak is a game I actually got into the alpha of. Uh, I think it's out for for real now, and it's uh, 
it's just battle royale, but like with magic. It's pretty cool. Huh. What was it called? Uh, Spellbreak. Hmm. Yeah, that does sound cool. So, yeah, I mean, I really appreciate that Microsoft slash Xbox are doing this. This is just a really nice thing. Oh, Dauntless is also on here. That's a free free to play Monster Hunter, baby. Ooh, that's cool. Monster so Hunter. Okay, sorry. I had to. So, so here's a question that I wanted to pose for you guys. Do you think that any other big gaming company is going to try and follow in these footsteps? Like, do you think this is going to make enough of an impact on gamers where Nintendo or Sony, for example, go, oh my God, we got to get on board with this too and start releasing some stuff without like a subscription service. In fact, Nintendo's pretty good about that already. Nintendo is as generous as they want to be and we should thank them for it in in their minds. Oh, thank you, blessed Nintendo. Thank you for your SNES and NES games. They are a bountiful gift. Nintendo, Nintendo. Well, actually, I don't think you get the NES and SNES games unless you buy their online service. But yeah, that's, that's what $20 I'm saying. a year. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. That is their online service. And that's how you play Smash Bros online with people and like Mario Kart. I and feel don't forget the Nintendo- legendary game that is Pac-Man 99. Oh, of course. Pac-Man, Pac-Man 99. 99. Super hype for that. Tetris Battle Royale or Tetris 99. Oh, oh, oh. That too. Yeah, oh. see? Yep. Game of the year contenders. <laughs> 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 Nintendo can get away with it because they're charging $20 a year for their online service, which is nothing. So I guess the real question is, do you think Sony will follow in those footsteps? Hell no. <laughs> You're Never. right. Never. No. <laughs> I, I don't think that this list, like as much as I like a lot of the games on here, I don't think that it's tantalizing enough to make another company follow suit. Uh, JP, that's a that was a really good question. So, Peaches, that was a really good for answer. A great question. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, you you are absolutely right. Um, I think we on this podcast share a pretty common mindset that this list is very cool and what they're doing is really neat. But that's about the extent of it. Like nothing is is like standing out too hard. If they gave if they just even had like one like big blockbuster upcoming title or anything like that, that would change the game up. But at the moment, like, well, and these are all free to play games originally. So it's not like they're giving us free games. Mm hmm. And I don't want to deduct the fact that I do think it's cool that they're doing this because like that's been a thought of mine for a long time. It's like, yeah, the game is free, but you still have to pay for the online service. So is it free? Right. But and exactly. Xbox done did logic yeah, like they done so did do some logic. What it comes down to really, though, is uh, as far we have to always think about this in terms of what it means for Xbox as a whole. Are more people going to buy an Xbox because of this? Maybe a few, but it's yeah, like not going 12. to push them into. Yeah, <laughs> there are dozens of us. Dozens, <laughs> literally dozens. But it's not going to suddenly push them into the same category as the PS5 is selling. No. So, well, technically, they're both sold out right now. Waiting on the <laughs> news that brings brings the console wars back. <laughs> <laughs> but for right now, Sony's still Sony's still crushing it. Oh, yeah. So end of the day. Yay. Happy thoughts from Xbox. Turning it over to Zach with some Overwatch news. Pass. Oh, Zach. Pass. No, not this <laughs> time. Pass. No, no. It, look, it came out on April 20th. That's my birthday. I want my birthday present for you to read this. <laughs> you okay. didn't give me a present, Zach. I noticed. No, he did. So. He literally <laughs> bought you a game on air. That's true. Yeah, I bought you Pokemon, yeah, he, you dickhead. 
Yeah. He bought you Pokemon Snap. Yeah. I think. But, Zach, you didn't get me anything for my birthday, so I'd like you I to I don't read know this. when your birthday is. You won't tell me. I know it's <laughs> November-ish. Mine's coming up. May 14th. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. (laughs) 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 So our uh, next article is uh, is from, uh, it's from playoverwatch.com. And um, so, yeah, that's just P-L-A-Y, O-V-E-R-W-H-C-H dot C-O-M. Zach's going to take you all the way to the finish line here. He's not like Zar. He'll he'll hold your hand all the way to the website. And get your ice cream. Um, and that's just, uh, okay, so anyway, I'll read the article and I'll just give you the sad news. Um, we're going to let you know that Jeff Ka- Jeff Kaplan, you know, my name is Jeff. Hi, Jeff from Overwatch team. My has decided Jeff. to leave the company after a long and storied career here. Ooh. And that AK, Aaron Keller, that's, they don't call him that, but it'd be cool if they did. A Blizzard veteran and founding <laughs> member of the Overwatch team will be stepping in as game director. Um, and I like how they try and like, use the next paragraph to say, hey, he's pretty good. But um, guys... Blizzard, man, this is it's a whole new team now, and I just think Activision has sucked the very life out of these people. <laughs> so, like, yeah. they're alive, they're just you know, they got their souls sucked, like by a dementor or some shit. So exactly, they can, they can walk. I'm curious to what team Jeff Kaplan's going to join because there's like three ex Blizzard teams that have formed because these guys have all made Mad Moolah. Um, oh, I'm sure. And so, like, that's the one good thing about Activision is, you know, like, if you're a big guy, you make lots of money. If you're a small guy, well, you're getting fired because it's what they do. Bye. Um, so, uh, my question to you, Zach, and I guess anybody, I think, JP, you've played, you said you play a little bit of Overwatch. Do you think this is going to affect the future of Overwatch 2? Or do you think that it's going to be just fine? The thing with Blizzard, and Zach will probably agree with me, is nobody's getting in Blizzard's way more than Blizzard. (laughs) So it's it's kind of like nobody even knows what the development of Overwatch 2 is like right now. Frankly, I don't even know why they need an Overwatch 2 when they're just releasing all these heroes and DLC for free. Like, what are they going to do that they couldn't already do? Money. Okay, I understand that part. I do understand (laughs) the money. Uh, Okay. But, like, what are they going to offer in Overwatch 2 that they're not going to be able to just put in as DLC with Overwatch is what I don't understand. Like, unless they wanted to do something with the story, because I have never seen a game with such a deep, amazing, fun lore that they don't use for diddly shit than Overwatch. League of Legends. Fuck League of Legends. My man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. JP, there's a hundred and some characters in League of Legends, and each of them has their own deep and rich lore. But I do get where you're coming but, from. There needs to be okay. But guess who's story? But if guess you're who have is, this lore. But guess who is getting a story mode for this deep lore that they've created? Is it Overwatch? No. Oh no, they're getting the cinematic universe. That's better. <laughs> do you do you know what I have to do to get Overwatch's info? I have to go on YouTube. The same place where I watch kids light firecrackers out of their butts. Okay, it's not a sophisticated method of Can sharing you send me your that videos. Link? I'm worried yeah, about I'll, you, send you the link. I'll get hey, you the link, bro. I feel personally <laughs> attacked from that one. Why do you have firecrackers in the butt? No, because I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> two things I know here. What two I said. things here. I mean, I do too. I have, I have one video on my YouTube channel. All right, Zach, what's up? 
So I think Overwatch 2 will either... God, I want to say it's going to be at E3. Um, it was... I think so. It was honestly Activision. very silent during BlizzCon. And I would be surprised... If it's not there for sure, I mean, I, I don't even know what's going on with BlizzCon online, but like it wasn't at the last like BlizzCon really. Like they really, it wasn't a big presence. It was mostly all World of Warcraft. And I think that just sounds too funny right now. Um, that <laughs> That's fair. Overwatch 2 is in very much trouble. Um, Jeff Kaplan did tweet out to keep the devs. Uh, Please take care of the Overwatch team. They are wonderful, caring, brilliant people and they need you right now. Um, you'd hope that it's just him being a nice guy and not saying, oh, God, Activision really is fucking everything up. <laughs> um, and so that's my kind of like, maybe there's there's either a diamond in the sky or a blizzard tanking. Um, yeah, so you know, I didn't know about that tweet, Zach. That's that's actually really scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, making sure it's a tweet before I sound doofusy. Oh, maybe it was off Reddit. Yeah, it was a Reddit post. Yeah, yeah, it was a Reddit post. Might be, might be. Still. At slash R Overwatch. Now, what's interesting is like people have left Activision before, right? And some of them with some pretty good clout to their name. But Jeff Kaplan is definitely one of the big names over there. And I know they're trying. I know they're trying really hard, but I know that they're crying pretty hard over losing Jeff Kaplan. So like, what is he going to do next is the big question. We have seen like people come out of these big companies and lots of people have been starting their own studios or working on these huge projects. And like a guy like Kaplan, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do next. Yeah. Ditto baby. Um, But also, (laughs) um, did you know that Owlet had the funniest tweet, and I will end on this before we get into game releases, okay? Okay. All right. So, uh, Owlet tweeted out, Jeff Clappen, forever in our hearts, at Play Overwatch. And then this is, um, it's, it's a text message of him saying, I miss Jeff Kaplan. And Bronson goes, it's been less than a day. And then, <laughs> and then he responds, I know. I just don't feel his hand guiding my Hanzo arrows anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. It was beautiful. Hot take, you don't need a lot of accuracy with Hanzo's arrows anyway. I said what I said. You're sad. I, I said what I said. You're just salty. That You can't hit. I am salty. You're darn right I'm salty. Overwatch is a very salt-inducing game. It really is, and it shouldn't be, but that's just the way the community is. I, It's, it's pretty volatile. It's not the worst community I've seen for a game, but it's pretty bad. It's not like League of Legends bad. Like you get into a quick play and people are already yelling at you like you just lost the match in comp mode. Kind of bad. It's like if you're going to be like this, go to comp mode. But they can't because they're bad. Yeah, they're not. Exactly. It's like not good enough to go to comp, but good enough to be better than the people in quick play and yell at them and call them stupid names. It's just like, brother, get out of here. Brother. Freaking casuals. (laughs) Okay. All right. With that said, are we ready to move on to some game releases? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can take them this week. I haven't done them in a minute. What? what? Yeah, go for it. All right. On April 29th, we have Total War Rome Remastered coming out for PC. On April 30th, we have new Pokemon Snap coming out for Nintendo Switch. Woot. It's really happening. All right. All right, guys. Calm down. There's there's some better stuff coming. Like R-Type Final 2 coming out for Xbox Series S slash S. 
PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. <laughs> Returnal coming out for PS5. That's kind of a big one. Mm-hmm. Terminator Resistance Enhanced coming out for PS5. Then, lastly, on May 4th, just a couple of things. We got Seiri The Beginning coming out for PC. And The Colonist coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Nice. And for our Hype Up Game of the Week, I'll leave this to you, JP, because I don't think I could hype this up. <laughs> now, I like how you posted a meme for the Hype Up Game, but this time it's actually a pertinent meme to what we're fucking talking about. So for <laughs> once, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thanos with his gauntlet on going Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Reality is whatever I want it to be. <laughs> He's only got okay. two stones. <laughs> Hey, can we also talk about how underused that stone was? Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> just it, it, it was there. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Zach. Okay. In a short synopsis, here's why you should be incredibly excited for Pokemon Snap, the new one that's coming out here on April 30th. Um, we haven't seen a Pokemon Snap game since the N64 first generation Pokemon. That was seven generations ago. We have been seeing gameplay. Yeah. That is literally about 800 Pokemon ago. Damn. Literally, seriously. I mean, you're right. This we is seen, Gen 1. <laughs> yeah. We've seen screenshots. We've heard story bits. We've gotten news. Pokemon Snap, this is going to be a big deal. And I don't know why it took them so long to make a sequel, because they have had plenty of cool opportunities to do a Pokemon Snap game. Like, they could have put something pretty cool, like, on the 3DS with, like, AR tracking, I kind of realized the other day. I mean, like the Wii U was kind of a thing. But was the it? What? But was it? The Wii U? <laughs> <laughs> Who? I mean, like, for as far as photo editing goes with that tablet, okay. yes. You are, you know what? As far You're as right. a, good, a good console that was marketed well, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, be, to be fair, you're right. But the point is, like, they've had, pl Nintendo has had so many opportunities to revamp Pokemon Snap. And for the first time in a long time, they're actually doing it, and they're doing it for the Switch. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be magnificent. I hope my expectations aren't a little too high, which I think honestly maybe they are. But it's I honestly Pokemon. think they—they're always too yeah, high. That's fair. That's fair. I think they've put together something awesome here. I can't wait to give it a try. I couldn't have said it better myself because I'm not really hyped for this game, but I know a lot of people are, and I don't think a single exactly. person I'm could so have hyped. hyped that better than JP. I want it. Exactly. I want it so badly. I wants it. I wants it. And I think that is going to do it for this episode, boys. Um, on Saturday, we are finally getting back to Blind Date Part 2, where we talk about the games that we were assigned a couple weeks ago. Ooh, we got to dump our dates. It we got to dump our dates. It depends on if you liked it or not. So that's what we're doing for Saturday. I'm a little I'm a little anxious for what JP has to say about Slime Rancher, because I really like the game. So <laughs> we'll see what happens Ooh. on Saturday. It's ironic because he hated it. We'll have to talk about <laughs> we'll talk about our feelings on Saturday. So in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye. Later.
If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.